Day 21 Warning and Judgment From Daniel 5 verses 1 to 31 Today we continue to reflect on Daniel 5 and the fall of both Belshazzar and the Babylonian kingdom. The defeat at the hands of King Cyrus also revealed the hand of God's own judgment. We learn much about the judgment of God in this terrifying account. First, that God would rather save than judge. Even as we ponder the judgment that comes upon King Belshazzar, let's not forget that decades before, an even more powerful king, his great-great-grandfather, Nebuchadnezzar, had also been proud and arrogant. In both chapter 4 and 5, a powerful king was given a warning by God, which had been interpreted by Daniel, and both kings then made a choice in response. In the latter's case, the king's lack of humility meant that he forfeited the salvation that could have been his. Yet in the former's case, God had mercy on him and saved him. The reason? Nebuchadnezzar had humbled himself and repented. As we will see, Belshazzar rejected the offer of salvation and so received judgment instead. God's preference of salvation over judgment is vividly evident in his sending Jesus to save us too. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Secondly, we learn that before God judges us, he tends to issue a warning. The supernatural writing on the wall was not God's attempt to taunt Belshazzar, but rather a final attempt to snap him out of his arrogant folly and hardness of heart. We should consider all of God's warnings to be acts of his patient kindness toward us. Thirdly, we learn that our conscience may or may not register God's warnings. Even Belshazzar, whose heart seemed to be hardened beyond the possibility of repentance, nonetheless showed signs of a guilty conscience. When he saw the writing on the wall, he went pale as a ghost and his knees went weak. Some deep part of his heart still knew, even though he tried to suppress it, that one day he would have to give an account to God for his defiance of him and extreme self-centeredness. That said, it is possible to be on a collision course with God's judgment and not to feel any guilt for it at all. Fourthly, we learn that God's word in the mouth of his messengers is the clearest kind of warning there is. God had given Belshazzar an unusual sign and caused his conscience to quake. But these were not clear enough. To make the matter as transparent as possible, God sent Daniel, his messenger, to share with him his message. Still today, God often sends people into our lives who, using scripture or perhaps by sharing a prophetic message, can warn us about the path of destruction we may be on. Only humbling ourselves and genuinely repenting can get us out of the danger we are in. Belshazzar was in the habit of getting whatever he wanted by using his rank and wealth. He thought that offering Daniel a golden chain around his neck and promoting him to the highest rank under himself might be a way of cutting a deal with Daniel's God. Belshazzar had so lived his life to impress people, he had no sense of the God whose opinion of him 
ultimately mattered. Daniel's abrupt dismissal of this gesture hints at the offense that God took at this sentiment. Fifthly, when we continue to fail to respond to God's warnings, God's judgment is on its way. God had mercifully restrained his judgment, issuing warnings instead. But once Belshazzar had defiantly and finally rejected these warnings, the volcano head of God's righteous anger began to smoke. There comes a time when God says, enough. This reminds us of the Apostle Paul's words about humanity's rejection of God's merciful and kind warnings. Or do you despise the riches of his kindness, restraint and patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Because of your hardened and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of judgment. Ultimately, we will experience God's judgment when we see him face to face. But some of his judgment may erupt long before in this life even as we carry on in our wicked ways. In Belshazzar's case, the judgment arrived within hours of the final rejected warning. The date was the 16th of October, 539 BC. The Median and Persian soldiers of Cyrus had, hours before, diverted the river Tigris near Babylon. While the party was underway, the soldiers had been marching up the dry riverbed with the goal of breaking into the city. That night, Belshazzar was killed and the Babylonian Empire fell. No matter how long judgment takes, if we fail to yield our lives to God and seek his mercy, when that judgment comes, it will be swift and unyielding. What about you? Have you experienced God warning you of judgment if you do not yield to him? Why not turn your reflections into prayer now.